Networking is a great way to increase your circle of influence, meet new power partners, and even ideal clients. But those events, well, they can be overwhelming. So how do you go to these networking events and really maximize your time there so that you can make all these connections and really follow up with them? Well, we're going to talk all about that in this episode. So hang in there because we're going to be right back in just a second. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. We're here today because we are sort of in networking season, or maybe every time, it, all year round is networking season. But, you know, we're starting to really network in person and meet new people, meet potential clients in an in-person situation. And what I wanted to bring you today was a special episode about some ways you can maximize your presence at networking events. But before I get started, I want to say thank you to my super awesome producer, Rick Moscoso, who's always here in the production room making this entire production possible. Thank you, Rick, for always being uh, the one that make, makes this entire production work amazingly and seamlessly. And thank you, Waste Up Wardrobe Nation, for being here for another episode and telling your friends about Waste Up Wardrobe. But also remember, we are on a lot of platforms. We're on iTunes. You can go rate us and review us there or listen to us while you're walking on the beach. Or you can catch us on YouTube or on Facebook every Thursday live at 1130, where we will bring you a new fresh, um, a new fresh episode every single week. All right, well, let's dive right in because we've got a little bit to cover and we got a short period of time because we want to make this quick and easy and something that's digestible so that you could take a quick checklist and start putting it into action. So one of the things that is so important when you're at a networking event that I don't think a lot of people pay attention to is your body language. Now, you're going to say, well, everybody knows about that, but it's so interesting that some of us forget that things like a great handshake or introducing yourself to somebody or walking up to somebody if they're standing alone or even smiling can be very powerful to connect with people. Now, those are nonverbal ways of communication, but they are really critical to getting people to open up to you and for you to be able to approach them as well. And I wonder if, Rick, you have any take on that, um, because I know you're also a master networker. You know, all of us in business really tend to attend networking events. And I just want to know from you, Rick, if your experience is the same with body language. How do you feel when you go to a networking event and you see somebody kind of not very welcoming? Or do you have any any thoughts on the body language piece? Oh, body, body language is 100%. Um um, uh, a way to communicate or, or push away, right. Uh, someone from approaching you, because if you look bored, if you're staring at your phone, if you're not engaging with them eye to eye, 
and I, I typically steer away from them because even you know even in a regular conversation i've i've come into instances where all right maybe they just had to take a call or something like that and <clears throat> i engaged with them because the company that they were representing was something that i wanted to learn more about uh but i, I should have known better because the while i'm talking to him he kept having the ch he kept checking his phone right he wasn't engaging with me it's like okay you know what i'll come back later and talk to somebody else <laughs> Yeah, and that can be such a missed opportunity to engage with somebody that can either be a power partner or a potential client. Um, and the thing is with that, when you have this negative body language, like whether you're distracted by the phone or you aren't looking people in the eye or not really approaching anybody to shake their hands or not really even smiling, it instantly shuts down conversation. It's kind of the opposite of communication, right? Yeah, well, <clears throat> it's no doubt. I mean, if you're not, if you're not, hundred if the if the person that you're talking to or trying to network with doesn't feel like you're 100 percent leaning in and really interested in what they're you know what what they're going to ask you or what you're you're asking of them then they you know they they just won't they won't be as receptive as they could be if you had the right body language yeah and networking is a big part of doing business as much as business owners sometimes do not enjoy the networking experience it is really important to be able to meet new people and really expand your circle of influence and you know you brought up a good point about the cell phone right you know we're all people in business cell phones are essential to our work uh they are literally an appendage to us because we 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 do everything on them um but when you are in communication with somebody i always get a little bit off put when somebody is in the middle of a conversation with me and continuously looking at their phone. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's, it's, it is off putting. And it's like, I just feel insulted, you know, sometimes when, when they do that, it's, you know, and, and I mean, I have had instances where it was like, okay, we're, we're in this conversation. It happened once. Okay. I'll let it go. It happened again. And then it happened one more time in a matter of just a couple of minutes. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Obviously, you're pretty pretty busy right now. Let me come back yeah. when you're not so distracted because I really want to talk to you, you know. And then, of course, I never come back or I never talk to them. I talk to somebody else. Right. I mean, it, that's the opportunity that you have, and then you kind of miss it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but we like you know, we are understanding as business owners. We know that sometimes you have to take an important call, but it's sort of that constant distraction that maybe you you feel like somebody's trying is talking pretending to engage with you but really isn't it's kind of like when you're talking to somebody and they're always like looking past your shoulder do you ever have experienced that oh yeah 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 <laughs> like they're they're looking for a bigger fish than what's standing in front of them right it's <laughs> yes 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 i mean you find that in social gatherings too just like personal social gatherings like oh why are you looking over my shoulder are i not enough for you in this very yeah. moment <laughs> exactly right <laughs> yeah so body language is really really important mm -hmm. and the other thing is listening i think uh listening and asking questions, right? So you talked about body language, but the asking people about who they are, what they do, asking them questions that are about them rather than being the one to speak about yourself. I feel that's sort of a standard thing. People want to talk about themselves. So you want to inquire and show interest in them. Yeah, too many times, and you've seen this too, and you'll probably see it this weekend or in the next couple of days where you're going that, well, the person you're talking to is uh, uh, 
can sometimes be so anxious to talk about their thing, right? It's like whatever you say to them, it doesn't matter because they're just waiting for that gap to jump in. <laughs> oh, that's nice. But have you ever heard of this, right? Or, you know, let's, uh, let me show you my widget type of thing. And it's like, you know what? It's You'll have an opportunity to do that. Just show some interest in the other person. That's all you have to do. And, and, and all it takes is just a quiet it takes a quiet mouth and a big ear to listen to what they have to say. That's that's really all it is. Yeah. And asking questions, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. asking questions of what line are you work are you in? You know, where are you from? Some of those icebreaker questions that could get people talking about themselves and their stories. Or a simple question or a simple question like uh, and I use this all the time. It's like, wow, that's interesting. Tell me more. Right. Or that that just that phrase of tell me more. Right. Right. So there's certain um, like icebreaker questions that, you know, that if you're a stranger walking up to another stranger, it doesn't feel so weird. Right. Uh, it feels like, OK, yeah, this person's trying to connect with me in a business setting. So, you know, so body language, listening, asking questions so that you can actually really get to know um, the people you're networking with. And I always find it a good strategy when somebody's standing alone to that that is a good person to go up and engage in conversation with because you know they're standing there they're they're a networking group they may you know have been talking to somebody but they walked away or for some reason or other and it's a great opportunity for you to connect with another person how do you feel about that one yeah i'll do that once in a while i mean if i see somebody um who's who's kind of scanning the room but doesn't see the person or or people that they want to see um i will i will especially if i'm just like them where you know, I'm not talking to anybody. It's like, I want to go talk to somebody. It's a networking, you know, event, you know. So um, why not take the moment to uh, see, if you, see if you can connect? Exactly, exactly. Uh, and it becomes like an easier thing to break into, right? If you're stepping into a crowd, if you have some kind of anxiety over stepping into over stepping into a crowd and talking to a bunch of people, it's a way to really kind of do it in little steps. And it's funny because we, we talk about all this, and all this seems like common sense, easy to do. But rea the reality is when you're walking into a whole new room of new people, you know, it can be a little overwhelming that you don't, especially if you don't know anybody there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, if, if you just have to make an effort, just to say hello, right? And just to connect and just to introduce yourself. It's like, uh, you know, it's everything that I teach our teach our that I teach my kids how to do is just, you know, if, if you if you're in a new room or you're in an area where you just don't know anybody, introduce yourself to two people and just say hi, you know, and you never know it'll come come out of it. That that that's really um, good advice because all this stuff that is translates into your social life and in your business life. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I think is pretty much business specific is um, when people start handing out their business cards, the first thing they do is they come and they hand out their business cards. And I feel like, no, it's not time yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Some people will go to networking groups and like hand business cards, like they're like a deck of cards. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> that's, and, that's the first thing they do even before they sell. Oh, here's my card. Right? Yeah. And I feel like that's such a superficial way to connect with people uh, because 
not everybody needs your card. Not everybody wants your card. First, they kind of want to get to know you. Um, it feels like kind of opportunistic as opposed to um, I'm here to connect deeply with people and to see if I can serve them. So what are your thoughts on on the business card? I usually, I usually, I, I, uh, I use them sparingly, right? Because if, reverse the tables a little bit. Like if you're the recipient of a half a dozen people or a dozen people who are shuffling the deck at you like that, you know, I, there's nothing that will help me, my memory connect with whoever that person was other than why do I even have your card? Right. So if they didn't make an impact on me, I'm going to forget who I got this from or why I got it from them. Um, if I, if I, usually what I do is if I find somebody who's really interesting or somebody who can potentially be a power partner or something like that, uh, I'll write on the, uh, I'll write on their card and, and take some quick notes if there's space on it to, to do that. Uh, that way it helps me be, you know, if you're in front of hundreds of people, you know, for several days, it's like, it's going to be really hard to remember everybody. Um, and so when I go home, the first thing I do, I'll, I'll give it like two or three days and then I'll look through my stack and go, nope, circular file, circular file, circular file. <laughs> you know, I have a, a, a technique that works really well for me when it comes to business cards. Um, aside from, you know, people handing out business cards like it's, you know, candy I, that I really don't resonate with. Um, but when I am in, when I've had a business card and I've been in a deep conversation or really gotten to know somebody and I want to commit that to memory because you really don't remember everybody. It's mm -hmm. remarkable. You think you're going to remember everybody and you don't. Um, I use my notes on my phone. So on my phone, you know, in the notes section of my phone, you can actually take a picture, right? In the notes section. So what I do is I'll take the card I'll take a picture of the card and I'll write my notes in there. And I'll, sometimes I'll take a picture of myself with the person and add it there because yeah. you forget the faces that go with the cards. Yeah. And um, so you obviously can't do that for 50 cards, right? So if you're getting that, and that's probably why I don't like to get cards thrown at me. I really want the cards where I've actually connected with somebody that I know I'm going to follow up with them. I've had a conversation with them. It's not just somebody I'm going to put in my email list and spam them. And it, it, that's not what the point is really, because that that's not, business owners don't want that. You know, they no. want deeper connections. So um, I really find that that note section works like a charm for me. So you're talking about the notes app in your yeah. iPhone, right? Yeah, no, that's yeah. a great idea. That That's a great idea. I, I should start using that technique because I, like I, I mean, a lot of times I stuff those cards, even after I write notes on them, I stuff them in my pocket and then it's like, what did I do with that card? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. But honestly, I, when I figured that system out, it, you know, for, you know, I can date the event I'm at, I can title it. It's super easy. So I'll remember where I got it. And then I don't have to hold on to those physical cards. Mm -hmm. So I'll just take a picture because there is that camera feature on the notes and it works like a charm. And then, you know, it really helps with the follow up because I have it all there and I don't have to worry about, oh, where did I put that card? Yeah. And, no, and the that's, that's an, I, I'm going to start using that. That's a great idea. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> Value to your life. Today, yeah. right? Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> awesome. So here's another thing that is something that I 
you know, I mean, we've all evolved in the way we network. So these are these tips are things that I've kind of developed over time and that I've, you know, um, I've done them not that great before. And now I'm just improving my skills at networking because I do like people a lot and I do like to get to know them and I do like to get their to know their stories. So one of the things that I really believe firmly about when I go to these networking events is that I would much rather meet 10 people and go into deep conversations with them, longer conversations with them, um, meaningful conversations about who they are, what they do, how I might be able to serve them and get let them get to know me on that same level rather than, you know, go into 50 quick conversations. And Rick, don't go so far because I want your take on this. So for me, it's like the quality and the depth of the conversation is so important to me rather than meeting you know 50 people i'd rather meet 10 people and really get to know who they are and what they do rather than meet 50 people and really not touch even the surface what are your thoughts on oh, that oh yeah i'm t i'm totally with you quality is way better than quantity you know mm -hmm. it's not a contest to see who can collect the most cards <laughs> right <laughs> so, yeah I, i'm with you i mean if i meet 10 people and one of them is is the star that i've been looking for i I'd, I'd rather have that one than 10 like eh, you know so so that maybe they're maybe they'll be interested or maybe i'm interested you know yeah so, yeah i'm with you on that yeah and you know the thing is with finding that connection that you're talking about honestly i go into networking events with very little expectation i know people that go in totally strategic and that does work a lot you know, and you're more efficient and all that. But I kind of go in with no expectations because I'll be honest, I feel as though some of my biggest power partners or biggest clients have come in the most unexpected ways or the big, they were introduction by another introduction by somebody I talked to. And so it's so interesting. So I've made it kind of um, a goal to go in, have maybe 10 great conversations that are deep, but with really very little expectation. I don't know if that's just a defense mechanism, some mechanism so I don't get disappointed. Or what. <laughs> but it works really great because yeah. then you don't have, you know, you go in and you're actually enjoying yourself. You're enjoying getting to know interesting people rather than going in with um, like, I have to meet these people. And if I don't, then I wasted my time. Yeah, it's almost like you set a false quota for yourself, right? Yeah. For the people, it's like I got to meet ten new business owners, right? And then you get to the point where it gets a little loose, and you're like, okay, I'll take any ten, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. So, so you know, so these little things that really make a big impact when you're in a setting where you're meeting business owners or or potential power partners that can be really strengthen your work the other thing that is sort of my pet peeve and i mean i'm guilty of this too when i first started my business is not having a clear elevator pitch hmm. not actually being able to convey what you do in that little nugget because sometimes i'll meet somebody and i'll say what line of work are you in they're like i'm a coach I'm a business coach. I'm like, you and everybody else in this room. Yeah, right. How are you going to stand out in my mind? How am I going to be able to evaluate whether or not I want to engage you in your services? That's such a disservice to that person if they don't have kind of a dialed in compact way of connecting what they do to people 
because then no, they people will not know if they need you or not. What's your thought on that? I totally agree. I mean, I think <clears throat> when I was in corporate, um, we would do these major trade shows, right? And, and we were stocked with our stack of business cards and whatever discipline or modality that we happened to be uh, specializing in. And uh, we would frequently have a trade show specialist, right? Somebody who was hired by the company to be more effective on engaging with people, but yet getting qualified leads, right? Yeah. Because yeah. these leads could, you know, the, 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 to the company, they were worth, you know, almost like six high five to 600 or to six figure potential dollars to the company. Right. I mean, pretty high ticket. Um, and so um, <clears throat> they they really had us focus on the the that's um, not, not the pitch, but the um, either the, mo the, the 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 messaging, the, the corporate messaging on not so much what this device could do or how, what what your modality could do, but more, even bigger than that, even higher than that on, on how it could help revolutionate. I mean, this is really cliche, but how it could help um, revolutionize healthcare or, uh, or save the lives of, you know, whatever, you know, something yeah. like that. But he helped, he helped um, um, us really understand the, what, what were the key words that at that meeting, because we'd have hundreds of thousands of people at this meeting, right? Yeah. Uh, and they would he would help us focus on key words that they were speaking to, um, and less about why my widget is better than their widget type of thing. You know, yeah. it was more value statements. And so, if you don't, I think this is the same because if you don't have something that's going to differentiate with uh, you, then it's it's there. People are going to leave confused or not interested even though they they are interested but you've made them you've made yourself not interesting because you haven't been able to differentiate yourself properly yeah exactly i mean that is such a problem because if you're in business for yourself if you can't convey to somebody what you do in a nutshell it's that missed opportunity you know mm -hmm. and you can't you have to stand out so you have to also interject you know words or um thoughts that really convey the quality of what you do maybe it's an example maybe it's like you know um you know you know that person that you know goes out and tries to blah 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 that's kind of what i do or making an analogy like for me it's like you know joanna Gaines. she is to homes what i am to businesses i style businesses so things like that that can really make people go oh i i kind i get it I get it. You know, um, it's so, so important. Another thing, a philosophy really is the going into these networking events as a go-giver, right? That's something you've always done really well. And actually our beginning when you did my branding video and when we did a lot of video together, um, at the outset of my business, it was like, you know, this idea of give, give, give before you ask anything, right? You want mm -hmm. to be the giver. You want to be a go-giver because it always comes back to you in some shape or form. But when you're in a networking event and if you're standing there and somebody says, I need such and such, and you know a connection that's perfect for them, you got coming up with it and making the introduction is such a good business move. 
What do you think? Yeah. I mean, even if it doesn't have anything to do with you at the moment and you are able to connect them right there on the spot with a name or even better yet, the person that they're, that they're interested in meeting, they're going to remember you as that connector. So then either you become a resource or at some point down the road, actually become a client of theirs because their needs may change or, or, or they will be willing to refer you to somebody just because, you know, you connected them with something Well, they're going to reciprocate and now connect, you know, one of their uh, friends or clients with, with you, right? Just based on the experience they just had. Yeah. I mean, you almost become their hero. Like if you mm -hmm. make a connection that produces work for them or creates a power partnership or solves a problem for them just because you were a go-giver and you're trying to help, I mean, you become top of mind as somebody they really want to reciprocate help to, right? Yeah. And that is what we do in business. We are relationship builders. That's what networking events are. They're relationship builders. They are, we're there to really support one another and see how we can help build each other's businesses by connecting. So yeah, I, I, I firmly believe when you really um, lead with that, that things sort of just come happen for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> they'll just, they'll remember that moment, you know, if, if it's done properly and it's done selflessly, mm -hmm. they will remember it. Yeah. Yeah. These networking events really can be really powerful to grow businesses. And so it's really important to go into it, not necessarily strategically, but with intention, you know, not just going for the lunch and learn, not going for just the speaker, but really going to, of course, listen to the speaker, but also connect with people on deep levels. One of the things that, you know, I think a lot of business owners find hard to do because they maybe don't make the time for it or they forget is following up. Sometimes we connect at these events and then people forget to follow up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like, ah, what was the whole point? But you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I do. You know, I found myself early on doing this same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was something I had to learn too, because you know, a lot of this is not really intuitive. It's about you learn it, you create little um, habits for yourself. You figure out what works for you. Is it better for you to take a picture of a business card or keep it in a folder? Like you really are creating a system for how to connect with people. But the following up is really important because you meet somebody at an event and they might be a potential amazing client. But if you don't follow up with them, like you said you would, or you don't follow up with them to continue the conversation because you might not have had enough time at an event to, to, to have a long conversation, then you kind of wasted all that time at the networking event and you didn't like take it to the finish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's really important. Yeah. You just have to, you just have to get yourself um, committed to yeah. do, making that follow-up call, making that follow-up um, email, um, and you know, one of the practices, and I'm sure you do that, even, even the ones that I do get cards from that not necessarily who will probably never do business with, but if, if there's any possibility that I think maybe somewhere, somewhere down the road, I may do business with them, or I know somebody that may be able to do business with them. I'll just, I'll send them a thank you, just a short little thank you email yeah. and to connect with them. And then, um, you know, you just have to go to the, it doesn't take very long, right? It just takes a couple seconds and it's uh you never know where that could lead. 
Yeah. So what I, one of the things I do when after I've been at a networking event is I block a part of the day the next day after I'm back to do follow up. So mm-hmm. and that can look like different things. It could be like reaching out by a telephone call, by an email, by uh, send, sending a calendar link to to do, you know, a Zoom uh, call. And it could be just, you know, a thank you. Thank you. And I'll keep this in mind. Or it could be like I'm introducing them to somebody else, right? I might tell them I'm going to introduce them to somebody and just doing it. So I actually block some time just so that I don't, it doesn't end up being an afterthought and it doesn't end up being something that I never get to. Yeah. You just have to, you just have to block it out and just take that little bit of time just to, just to complete, complete that, that, that task. Cause like, like I said, you just never know where and when that person may have something for you or may have a need for what you do, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So one of the last, the the last point I want to make as we wrap up the end of the show is that it's really important not to be, um, not to be kind of an introvert at a networking event. I mean, that's the whole idea. When you go to a networking event, it's about you putting yourself out there and standing out and talking to people and talking to them about their stories, inquiring, but also talking to them about your story when they inquire that of you. So one of the most important things is to remember to introduce yourself to people and don't wait for them to come up to you. So if you find a great opening to go in, introduce yourself to somebody, do it. Don't be shy. Being at a networking event is not about being shy. It's about really trying to stand out. So with the hashtag network and shine, we can jump on a call and talk about other ideas of how you can network and really maximize your networking experience because, you know, we I've done a lot of networking events and I will say that they've been the best way for me to engage with people and, you know, and find new clients and find power partners and just get to know people. And um, it can be really powerful, but you have to do some proactive things to take advantage of the things that you do at networking events. You have to introduce yourself to people. You have to follow up. There's all those things. So the way support of weekly wrap up is that the main takeaway is when you go to a networking event, make sure that you aren't shy, that you introduce yourself to to people and always make sure that you have a nice, succinct elevator pitch to tell people about what you do in a direct way that makes them understand what it is that you do, not walk away confused and overwhelmed. The second thing is some tips. Remember, one of my favorite tips is when I get a business card, I take a picture of it. I take a picture of myself with the person that is associated with business card and I make my notes right there directly in the notes section. That's a great tool for me and I use it all the time. And finally, action item. You know, if you're going to be going to a networking event, start composing your elevator pitch. Start composing two or three sentences that really say what you do and how you do it so that when somebody asks you what line of work are you in, you know exactly how to answer and they get exactly what you do. So there you have it. Another Waste Up Wardrobe episode. And we'll see you next week at the same time, same place on Facebook where we stream, where we stream live about 90% of the time. And uh, it's at 1130 live every Thursday. So join us and bring your friends.